Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Intergalactic Wit Podcast. I am the host, Mother Wit, and I have a question. Can we talk? It's time to have a conversation. So, today's show is about the Black Male Mindset Part 3. This time, I did not record any interviews. I did them off the record, so to speak, and I also spoke to but a white guy, I also talked to a Spanish guy, okay? Um, of course, all parties want to remain anonymous. However, I will be contrasting and comparing the mindsets of each male. Okay, so without further ado, let me go ahead and begin. All right, so I spoke to two black dudes recently. And of course, naturally, both of them have the same type of mindset. And let me explain why I came to that conclusion. Because when it came to 50-50, like every black dude that I've ever seen online or spoke to in person, they all want their woman or whoever they're in a relationship with or whoever they, you know, are with, I should say. I'll go ahead and say that whoever their woman is, they want their woman to help them pay the bills. That's their version of 50-50. They don't believe in an actual man providing. Um, They feel that they can't afford to do so. So therefore, they want their women to pay 50-50. Majority of these dudes want the black woman that they are with to pay 50-50. Now, in some other cases, you know, you might have where the guy is actually paying uh, most of the bills um, when they're with other groups of women, like other races of women, so to speak. But that's not all the time. That's just in some situations. A lot of the times, no matter what woman they are with, regardless of color that is, they want the woman to pay half the bills. If not, pay more. That's most black males. Matter of fact, I won't even say most. That's all black males. Um, I won't say from... I won't say from like early 40s, 50s or whatever, but I will say that from 50s... (laughs) I'm talking about age group, that is, from like 50s down. Um, For whatever reason, majority, if not all, I would say at least 98%. And that, you know, still that's majority. Hell, even if you say 80%, that's still majority. Majority want whatever woman they're with to pay half the bills, okay? However, when I spoke to... A white guy recently. I'm not talking about the, all the white guys I spoke to in the past. However, they all are on the same, you know, mindset that they do not believe that a woman should pay all the bills or half the bills, whatever the case may be. Um, they believe that the man is supposed to be the provider. So therefore, the man pays the bills for his family. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they believe more in marriage. When you get married, it's the man's job to provide for his family. Most of the white men, well, not even most, all the white men that I've spoke to believe in that. Um, 
when I spoke to the Spanish gentleman recently. He believed in that same mindset as well. Um, this is the first Spanish dude I spoke to recently. But as far as the Spanish guys I spoke to in the past, from talking to them as well as like watching how they move, they are more family oriented as far as and they believe in marrying and taking care of their families. Now, I'm not saying they don't cheat. You know, anybody can cheat. Um, however, just like the white men, they believe in taking care of their families. They don't believe in a woman paying all the bills. They don't mind if she work. Like most guys, most men, even even a lot of white men, they don't mind if their woman work. However, it makes them feel more of a man if they are taking care of things. Because when they're doing that, they're establishing basically the boundaries. Like, hey, I'm doing this for you. So therefore, you know, the acceptance in that is the woman having children, take make sure the children are taken care of making sure the family is good. Um, he's the head of household, so to speak. Um, and basically, that's the mindset when it comes to other groups of males. Even if you talk to someone Asian, that's a man. An Asian man has the same mindset. Even men that are Middle Eastern have that same mindset as far as the man is the provider. He, you know, he's the provider, protector, or the problem solver. Um, even, <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's true. Even if you go into Africa, um, a lot of their way of doing things is always the man, like the man leading. I'm not saying that they are perfect examples, but what I'm saying is everyone all over the world that's a man is completely different from the United States black male there you like everybody else that are men all other groups of men are on board with the man being a provider the man being the one who controls things controls marriage because that's what men do men control marriage a woman can say she want to get married to a dude all day long but at the end of the day she can't force and make a man marry her therefore it's up to the man to believe, okay, she's good enough for me to marry and let her share my last name, you know, have our kids a part of the legacy with the last name. So that's that on that. Also, if anything were to happen to the man while they're married, the woman will get something out of it, you know, to help take care of the children. If he's a provider, he will make sure that in marriage, if anything were to happen, she will be taken care of. Um, what I, what I realized in speaking to black males about marriage, um, a lot of black males are turned off against marriage, not saying all, but um, once again, majority are turned off to marriage. I recently spoke to one black male that basically told me he was scared to get married. He didn't come out and say scared. He danced around the word scared uh, he, I forgot what word he used, but it basically was him saying he was scared. I can't remember if it was afraid or it was something of that basically on why he doesn't want to get married. And basically I was trying to get him to just say he was scared, but he didn't want to say that. It's weird. He rather 
not admit to being scared, but it's okay to have a bunch of children with multiple different women and and just won't admit that you don't want to have a strong family nuclear unit. You don't want a nuclear family, basically. So you're scared to get married because you're afraid the woman will take half of everything you got or everything you got. That was basically what he was leading up to in the conversation. He's afraid the woman's going to take everything he got. So I'm like, dude, if you are taking care of your woman, why would she leave you and take everything you got? Like, that makes zero sense to me. So he couldn't go into detail about why he felt the way he felt. He just was more misogynistic about how women get everything and everything always goes in a woman's way. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm just trying to get him to basically enlighten me about why he feels the way he feels. Because I'm like, it has to be a certain reason why you came to that conclusion. You know, unless you just really hate women. Because if you really feel like everything goes in a woman's favor, we women still would not be fighting for their rights. Women now can't even choose to abort an unwanted child. So therefore, how is everything going in a woman's way? It doesn't always go in a woman's way. But for whatever reason, he feels like when it comes to marriage, it always goes in a woman's way. What he didn't understand is, well, like, I, I didn't even waste my time trying to go further into the conversation because some people you just can't, you can't get through to. And by him allegedly being a so-called man, I shouldn't have to go out my way to explain it to him. But anyway, I wanted to say to him, that if the man is the provider, naturally, if a woman were to divorce, if the couple were to divorce in court, if he is the provider, of course, she's going to get half of what he has to help her take care of the children if there's children involved. So why is that a misunderstanding there? Most marriages, there are children involved. So therefore, if there's a divorce with, between you and your now ex-wife and you go to court and the judge says, okay, you make this amount of money and now you have to pay your ex-wife so much in alim- like alimony or spousal support or whatever, child support, whatever the case may be. Hold on. Hold on. I hate when I'm having a conversation and I can't really, you know, say what I need to say. But anywho, basically, as I was saying, like, if that is the case then of course the judge is going to go by who provides more and in most situations it is the husband because it is a natural thing for the man to be the provider protector the problem solver so uh, a male that isn't used to that and probably never had that growing up never saw that of course they are going to think oh no that's the wrong way that's old-fashioned they're going to make every excuse in the book on why that's not a good thing and it's like sir you don't want your family to be taken care of like most divorces are due to infidelity then after that it's domestic violence so you don't want your family to be good after you and your ex-wife are no longer together so it's like okay now that you're not together you feel like the woman shouldn't get anything to help take care of the kids so the kids are just her responsibility now that's what you're saying like it's just weird how black males 
think. And he's not the only one that thinks this way. Every black dude that I have talked to have some type of issue with women and on how things go for women. They don't believe that they should be the ones providing for women, but it's perfectly okay for a system that was not designed for them not designed for black people particularly but it's okay to ask for a handout for from the white man so to speak um the government assistance it's okay for women to do that it's okay for a woman to provide for herself but as soon as she wants help or wants a, a black male to be a man all of a sudden, she's a gold digger. All of a sudden, it's a problem. She's asking for too much. Uh, what's other excuses that they say? Oh, in the time period that we're living in, you can't afford to do so. Um, what else? Um, a lot of it was, it's just always excuses on why black males don't want to be providers, protectors, and problem solvers. So, from my understanding, each person that I spoke to, I'll get to the white dude in a sec after I get done talking about the black dude. And um, I'll also speak a little bit on the conversation I have with the Spanish dude. So basically, with the black dudes that I talked to, they were basically telling me, oh, no, they can't do that. And that it's hard to get jobs. It's hard for them to like come up in society and police are against them let them tell it everybody's against them and and my thing is this so if you have a problem with a system that you know is not beneficial to you you want them to basically handle you with kitten gloves (laughs) I, I don't understand why not create your own system that that's basically my question to every black dude that I hear wanting to complain about the system or why they can't be successful or why they can't do their own thing. I'm like, why don't you do your own thing? Who is stopping you? Oh, well, I got the money. Go get some. I don't know how. So whose fault is it at the end of the day? Oh, it's the white man's fault. How is it the white man's fault? At some point, you need to be able to get things on your own and it doesn't make sense to always expect the woman to help you out because that's making you look less of a man every man that I ever known of stands 10 toes down on what they do don't get me wrong there are some there are not even some there are women out there that are independent that take care of what they need to take care of but my thing is when it comes to dating when it comes to relationships, when it comes to marriages between a man and a woman, there are roles, whether you like it or not. And unfortunately, in the black community, the roles are reversed compared to other groups of people. Like I said, with the Spanish people, with the Caucasian people, aka white people, with the Asian people, and Middle Eastern people. Like I said, their men are on board. Their men, their men believe in providing, protecting, and problem solving. They don't put their women down. They don't make music about putting their women down. They take care of their women, take care of their children for the most part. However, and that's collectively. 
I understand there might be some exceptions, but collectively, aka majority, believe in that mindset and having a, a nuclear family. However, in the black community, it's the total opposite. Everything negative is deemed positive in the black community. It is just very weird. Like ignorance really is bliss. And I have to be honest with myself. And I also have to be honest and admit that I got tired of trying to fight for something that basically it it will never change. The ignorance will never change. It's like, why should I stand beside and have all this black power for something that basically it's not shit? It's not. So with that being said, anytime you try to make the black males accountable, they quickly bring up stuff that has nothing to do with them being accountable or them trying to take responsibility. Like, for example, I had a conversation with the guy about the basically the somewhat the things that I'm speaking of now. And we got on the music and I'm like, you know, the music is trash. It's and and I believe that it's causing a lot of the people to be the way that they are. And of course, he deflected and brought up female rap. And I'm like, what does that got to do with anything? I'm like, granted, there are some, you know, rap females that speak down on y'all or talk about getting money, this, that, and the third. However, look how long black males have been doing this. Way before female rappers decided to basically say, fuck it. If y'all gonna speak down on us, we're gonna speak down on y'all. Y'all been doing it for decades. So why all of a sudden you're bringing that up in the argument when y'all been y'all been doing it? Now it's a problem? So it, it's, it was basically a tit for tat. And so that's why it's hard for me to actually continue to do these interviews with black males because it's always like a tit for tat and it's like wanting to tussle. Not for me, but it's like they want to get sassy and jazzy and want to tussle and get argumentative and defensive and want to deflect. I, If I want to have those type of conversations, if I want to have those type of conversations, then I'll talk to somebody ratchet that is ratchet, that is, you know, other than that, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to deal with those type of emotions from a so-called man. But as I was saying, in the black community, there aren't any really like how can I put it I wouldn't say there isn't any black men I would just say this it's more black males than it actually is black men I'll say that why I say that is because a lot of the black males have a hard time being providers protectors and problem solvers so therefore it's not many black men at all and the black men that are around what are they doing? Because it seems to me that the system that they want to complain about, they have no problem being under that system because they damn sure won't create their own system. And it's and it was just weird. I remember the one conversation I had with one of the black dudes, I was like, okay, if the system is so bad, why are you not trying to do anything about it? Well, what can I do? I'm like, you can do something other than complain about it. But I'm like, you complaining about it. What is that going to get you? Because what do you look like complaining to the white man or to his, you know, white counterpart, which is the white woman? What do you look like complaining to them about their system? Their system is 
meant to protect them. They created it. So why would they go out their way to want to do something for you? Why don't you have your own system? That way you can run your system how you want it instead of trying to make people bend their rules and trying to, you know, make people feel sorry for you. Like, it's just weird. Like, you can't go over to China and whine about their rules and how they treat you there because it's their shit. You can't go over to any of them Muslim countries and whine and complain about their rules and morals and how they do things because that's their shit. Same thing with the U.S. You can you can complain about the slaves built this and did that and the third. However, who is in charge of the system here? It's not you. So you cannot make people change. You cannot force people to to feel sorry for you if if you don't run it then you you will not have a say so and what i don't understand is if black people in this country make up 13 about 13 to 15 percent of the population what makes you think that the other 85 percent is going to listen to you especially when you are so quick black male to take out your own committing your own genocide put the clan out of business clan don't even got to do shit for real no more y'all kill each other on the daily and put your own women down so why is the black i mean why is the white man even the problem here and it seemed like you only have a problem with the white man when it's a white officer that do something wrong just like recently them black officers that got uh charged it was five black officers, one officer they just charged. So it was six officers altogether. One was white, but the ones that actually committed the crime, the black ones, of course, they got handled. They got their jobs terminated immediately and they killed someone that was black, their own. So that's giving to what I was stating. You're doing it to your own. So therefore, why not look in the mirror, man up and take accountability and make a change? But no, instead, you want to make everybody else the problem. It's always the black woman's problem. Always the white man's fault. Everybody else's problem. Everybody else's fault but your own. It sounds very childish. So back to what I was saying with the whole relationship thing. The black dudes that I talk to about relationships, none of them want marriage. Everybody wants to have more than one woman. Every, every black dude wants to be a player. And they want to keep on doing it until they are old and feel like they want to settle down. Some of them, even when they're old, still do it. And some of them, not even some, a lot of them, even when they do find somebody and settle down, they still want to play around. I I don't understand that. I really don't. However, to the ladies that are still messing with black males, good luck to you because I really don't understand why you're doing it. I don't see what the point is. Um, I came to my uh, my conclusion a long time ago. Like, this ain't it. This ain't it. After so many disappointments with the same group of males, I was just like, I'm over it. I- I'd rather just date elsewhere. At least I won't have that many, not as many problems as this. I don't have to worry about being somebody's roommate and paying 50-50 and somebody that, you know, and then that's another thing. Trying to get money from a lot of them is like pulling teeth. Like, 
a lot of them do not want to pay for anything or do anything. And for real, for real, it's because they don't have it. And that once again, that's not our fault because any man is going to go out there and get it. And a real man is not going to complain about having to do for women. Like you want a woman, you're going to have to basically do your best to impress her. Because like I said in a previous podcast, if a woman if a woman is so pretty, so bad that you want her, best believe it's other dudes out there that want her too. So if you feel like, oh, you ain't got to do much to get a woman. Okay. Well, I don't know what kind of woman you getting, but a damn show ain't a, a bad one. Like uh, when I mean bad, I mean like the best of the best. So therefore, if you want to deal with an average type woman at the end of the day, I'm not putting the average type woman down at least not on this because women in general it costs if you want to take her out on dates if you want to basically put any type of time into it it's an investment so therefore if you're not trying to spend on a woman you're not trying to invest in anything and basically you don't want to settle down and have a relationship you just want to just continue to live a careless life so with that being said to conclude this, black males do not date to settle down and start a nuclear family. Black dudes basically are just very much about sex. It's all about sex with them. Compared to other groups of men, I'm not saying that other groups of men don't like sex. I'm sure every guy likes sex. Every man likes sex. However, other groups of men, they think more. They don't think with their dicks. They think more with their mind like is this person a good fit for me good fit for my life is this is this woman going to be a good mother to my children you know like they put more thought into it unlike black males is basically what I'm saying so the conversation that I had with the white dude basically he said everything what I said just now um he basically told me that he sees he's been seeing black dudes and been hearing them talk because black dudes they talk down on black women to other groups of men and he like he said he heard them down talking this all the time talking about how many they got in rotation you know what i'm saying like black males when it comes to black women they have no feelings they don't care about us but yet if they want to get a, a woman that's not black they do the most for her just to get her but the white dude, like he was telling me, he was like, he don't understand why they treat us the way they treat us. And like I told him, I don't understand it either. However, I do my best to not even entertain them and date them anymore because it's, it's a waste of time. And at the end of the day, they don't want nothing meaningful. They just want sex. And that's why the AIDS rate and disease rate is high in the black community. But once again, nobody wants to talk about that. So the Spanish dude that I was talking to uh, about this similar conversation basically he sees it too he basically agreed with what I was saying however he in particular just him he felt like oh it's not entirely the black male's fault just this one guy in particular um, he felt as if yes it's a problem however he don't understand why black males do what they do but he felt like it's the music industry that was his direction on why he felt the way he felt and like I told him you know I respect your opinion 
as far as, you know, you saying it's the music industry and that they have to approve of them making whatever type of music. But at the end of the day, the black dudes don't have to agree to that. You get, I mean, I'm just saying, just for example, if you knew you had to get fucked in the ass to get a million dollars, if you don't want to get fucked in the ass, then you won't do it for to get the million dollars. So basically what I'm trying to say is if you have some type of morality to you and if you knew the consequences on what could happen and not just take money just because people waving it in your face, you can basically make better choices, better decisions. So people sell their souls, so to speak, when they basically do stuff that they know is wrong or know could be harmful to not just themselves, but to other people then that's that that's where we're at in the black community now so i have to go i will be making another uh black male mindset part four but this is the black male mindset part three thank you all for listening thank you all juice crew for those that subscribe to the podcast thank you and for those who haven't done so what are you waiting for please subscribe to the podcast on most listening platforms such as spotify google podcast apple podcast even on youtube um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Intergalactic Wit, um, as well as Instagram, Intergalactic Wit. On most of my social medias for the show, I post like funny stuff. But as far as for the actual podcast to listen to what I got to say for the show, subscribe on most listening platforms to hear the show. Okay. Um, also, don't forget to go over to the Facebook fan page, Intergalactic Wit. Follow the page. Um, check out the posts and stuff there. But for the most part, if you are a fan of the show for the podcast, subscribe. That way you'll know when I air a new episode. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Y'all have a good one. Bye.